The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Where do you play it safe? In Episode 5, join us in the arena as we discuss our takeaways from the Wisdom Session with Mark Lesser. Hey listeners, welcome to In the Arena. I'm Jackie Goldberg. And I'm Leah Smart. And uh, we will today be discussing some of our takeaways from the Wisdom Session with Mark Lesser and Scott Shute uh, in March. So to give you a little background, Mark Lesser is a CEO. He is a mindfulness teacher. He's an executive coach. He's an author. He's a speaker. He's everything. Um, He's internationally recognized for some amazing pioneering work in mindful leadership. Uh, Recently came out with a book um, and has started four different companies. So this guy is pretty awesome. Awesome. Um, one of those organizations being the Search Inside Yourself Leadership Institute, uh, which came out of Google. And Mark has a pretty amazing background. Um, some of the things that stood out for us that were really exciting that we started exploring here uh, were, was that Mark actually went to Rutgers and started there in New Jersey. And then after a few years, um, he was handed a pamphlet about a Zen center in San Francisco. And he went to go check it out. And he, the way he puts it is the bus that he was on in San Francisco stopped in front of the Zen Center, and it stopped, and he made um, the mistake of getting off, and he did not go back to Rutgers for 10 years. So, um, you know, he's got obviously some incredible stories around that decade he spent away from Rutgers. Uh, he then came back, finished his undergrad at Rutgers, and then moved into an MBA at, MBA at NYU. Um, so, you know... Like we were saying, Mark has an amazing background. There are some really cool nuggets that we pulled out. Um, and we've spoken before about how we plan these episodes. But just to share again, um, you know, we watch these separately. We each bring out something that stood out to us. Typically, it's one to three things. And then we discuss those things together. So, you know, we each have different topics and different perspectives, which I think is really cool, Jackie. Um, and, you know, one of the ones that came up for us was stepping into your power. So this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. It's it's a little weird. We had a really cool, interesting, like, human experiment experience um, planning this out. But before we talk about that, um, you know, I think what's important is both of us just sharing, you know, what is power? So, Jackie, what does power mean for you? Yeah. Thanks so much, Leah, for that amazing introduction of Mark Lesser. He really just seems like such an accomplished person. Um, so what is power? Whew, power to me is authenticity, is tapping into your true self. Because I believe that when you are your true self, you are full expression of who you are. And that is power in its own right. Um, power is inspirational, it's motivational. I think sometimes there may be a thought around power in terms of um being negative or like thinking of it as like a strength or like some people have power, some people don't. I believe we all have it within us. And I think it's a beautiful, positive, um, motivating thing. Mm. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I would echo ditto everything you just said. Um, And to not repeat, but to add on is the way that I look at power is we actually are all um, 
personally responsible for stepping into our own power because of what it creates for not just us, but for others. So, you know, I can think back to times when I was not living within my power. And I can say that I was unable to help anyone else live within their own power. It's like Mm. they say, put your mask on first. It's the same thing. Um, You know, I think when we step into our power, we feel authentic, right? We feel alive. We feel like, um, you know, we are the expression of our true selves. And then what we do, whether we mean to or not, we actually give other people permission to do the same Mm. thing, right? And that's so important because we spend a lot of time in our lives piling on all this stuff that's not really us, right? And we know when it's not really us, we pile it on anyway because of social norms and all the other things that come up. Um, I think if we all were more authentic expressions of who we are, we would all then, by like centrifugal force, allow everyone else to do the same. I love that. I think that's beautiful, the impact on other people. Um, And I think power is also stepping outside of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. in ways to really fulfill that full expression because um, it's not easy to – be in that full power, not only all the no. time, right, but but just in, in general. And I think that we saw this a while back while we were planning for this episode. Do we want to tell our listeners about that story? Yes. Um, yeah. And before we do, I mean, what was really cool uh, and what is important for us is, you know, we, we are just two humans who came together to do a podcast to actually help people step into their power. Um, And that's something that we work on every day. It's a practice. We screw up. We aren't always in our power. And this was an amazing, um, I think, like moment for us to realize how easy it is to step out of your power. And I think also one of the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast was to fully or more fully step into our power because our own power because it isn't always comfortable um, speaking about ourselves or or sharing our thoughts in in such a widespread way. And so this was something for us that we knew would be a little bit out of our comfort zone, but would help us lean into that power that we know is within us. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so so as I said earlier, we start off these uh, brainstorms, bring together thoughts. And when we decided that stepping into your power was one of the thoughts that we pulled from Mark Lesser's conversation with Scott, um, you know, we started looking at different formats to deliver some of this information in. And, you know, we go through formats like discussion or story. Or history or, history. or research. Yeah. All of these things lists. pop up. Lists. Yeah. Um, and we try to think of ways to get you all, you know, involved and and make you feel like you know, you're part of this and you can reflect on it and you're you're really in there. Um, and so we started off with these formats and then we said, you know what, we really want to do something different, right? Yeah, we wanted to think outside the box. You know, in coaching, Leah, we learn about um, being inside your comfort zone, right? And mm-hmm. that circle or that box. And then you think about that dot outside of the box. And, and for our listeners, I'm sure you've seen that diagram. It's like inside your comfort zone and outside your comfort zone. And we literally drew a box, right? And we actually said, what do we typically do during these podcasts? And we, you know, wrote down things like discussion and conversing and communication and partnership and storytelling and so forth. And then we actually drew a dot outside of that box and wrote Jackie and Leah over here, (laughs) (laughs) outside of the box to get us really thinking creatively. Yeah. And we started making a list. We said, okay, so we're outside the box. 
what are some things we could do that are off the wall? And I mean, for anyone listening, if you have, uh, I'm a big brainstormer um, and Jackie is too. And so if you've ever done like a brainstorming session with someone, um, one of the things that brainstorming does is it just gives you permission, like permission to just get weird. We got weird. Come up with some strange stuff. (laughs) I think like when I'm thinking of our examples, um, Jackie thought of writing a poem. (laughs) Uh, We thought of playing some music. And talking about the music, I think you thought of showing each other some pictures. Or showing each other's words and thinking about what comes up for us. We actually talked about holding a sample coaching session on the podcast, (laughs) which if anyone has done coaching before, you know, can get super emotional, um, super deep, um, because it's not something that you can plan for. You're asking powerful questions and you're really seeing what comes up for the other person. And so we wrote that down. Yeah. Uh, we put it all out there. I think crying was on crying there. Crying was on there. I wanted to make sure there. we cried. <laughs> we just got weird. So, I mean, this is how... This is how ideas are born, right? And energized. Yes. And, you know, I think back yeah. to, um, for the for those listeners who've um, listened to the creativity episode, um, one of the words that came up a lot was energy, right? And we felt so energized being in that room together and just throwing things down on paper. We felt like those creative juices were really flowing. Totally. Yeah, we were laughing. We were, we were throwing things out. It was a no-judgment space, which is really mm. important in a brainstorming session is just like, Nothing is bad because mm-hmm. something can come from anything that you throw out there. Um, so and I will say in yeah. that moment, I really felt in my power in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> we were, oh, yeah. We're getting the part where we weren't in our power. But like, absolutely. I felt in my power. In that moment. In that moment. Yes. Um, and so so from these great ideas of formats, we then said, OK, let's start talking about more topics we could get to that would lead us to this, you know, greater goal of talking about stepping into your power. So we said, what questions would we want to ask to help ourselves discuss stepping into power? So one of them, for example, um, that I love is what have you been drawn to that you didn't follow? So just to like deconstruct that for a sec, um, everyone's probably felt something that they were drawn to at some point, whether it was a person or a school when you're applying to college or, um, I don't know, a neighborhood, a city. I mean, think of anything you have just been drawn to. A hobby. Yeah, I just want to do that thing. And so the question is, when have you been drawn? And then actually closed that door and said, no, I'm not going to follow that. Mm -hmm. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life, a promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. Hi, I'm Tomer Korn, LinkedIn's Chief Product Officer. On my podcast, Building One, we dive deep into what it takes to build great products. Recently, we had Zach Perret, the CEO of Plaid, and he shared about his struggles building a financial app for consumers and how he was able to turn it all around with a critical pivot. Take a listen. 
I personally couldn't resonate as much with the consumer set that we were trying to reach. I just didn't have that level of empathy. When we made the shift to building a B2B product though, I was building the product that I wanted. My co-founder and I were creating the product that we wanted ourselves, and we had so much empathy for what that product was. Such a great insight. You know, in that sense, we got lucky because we were, we were creating a thing for ourselves. And then the people that we were talking to also had the same problems we did. They were fintech developers. We'd been a fintech developer. Uh, we'd been trying to build a fintech product for a year. And so, we had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability to... If you want to hear more of Zach Beret's story and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One. And another way that I was looking at that question also is, when, I ha- when have I been, or when have you been, not drawn to something and you stuck with it, mm-hmm. right? Sticking with something that um, you weren't really passionate about or, or connected to, and, and that brought up the misalignment thing. Yeah, and I think uh, this also came back to Mark Lesser, who talked about the fact that, you know, when he was given this pamphlet to go to the Zen Center, he was drawn. He was drawn. It was like that. Mm-hmm. And so you know, it's not something where, you know, it comes from a place of, like, I don't know, stress or um, impulsivity, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm drawn to go shopping. Yeah, I'm drawn to go shopping a lot, but that is not necessarily authentic sometimes because I'm stressed about something else. Um, So, you know, this is really an authentic place to be drawn to something. Well, it's really coming from your gut, right? Mm -hmm. And trusting your gut instinct and what you're really feeling inside that um, we often don't listen to, right? And that, I think, is one of the things that helps us – or prevents us from maybe moving into our power. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think, Jackie, you, the other question that you posed that I think was really, really good um, was where have you left your power at the doorstep? And um, the reason I think this is important is um, we were looking at historical things, right? Like, you know, we'll talk a little bit, a little bit more about the things that we considered, but things like living abroad or, you know, for Jackie, it was sewing, for example. Or for me, it was, you know, becoming a full-time photographer. Um, and so all of those things are things in the past. But, um, you know, when we talked about leaving our power at the doorstep, that kind of brought us a little more present of, like, where do I, in relationship, in my life, leave my power at the doorstep? And then that actually creates space for us to be more self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you bring up a great point because— We were talking a lot in the past, and it was easy for us to talk about things in the past that we left behind, that we where we didn't move forward, where we are drawn to, but we didn't follow. And even like listening to like a Mark Lester who's coming and and talking about his past and and how he went through the milestones in his career and his life that he did and the experiences he had. And and as viewers, we can look at that and be like, huh, like I can learn something from that. Um, But you're not in it in the moment, right? It's not present time and it's not future thinking. It's more reflecting and learning from that reflection. And so it brings us to the last question that we talked about, which is where are you playing it safe now? Um, And that really got us into reality. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And, and, just to give you like an understanding too of, you know, when you're talking about your past, um, you all and we all know our stories very well. Like we could recite most of our stories. Okay, this happened to me. I did this. I did that. When you're explaining your story, like you don't really feel emotional when you're explaining. You're like, yes, this happened and this happened. It's, it's chronological. It's it's the facts. Yeah, it's it's just what happened. And um, in the way, a way to kind of think about this is like, when are you in what we call dissonance? Dissonance is like, I'm just disconnected. I'm telling you what happened. Great. And when 
when are you in resonance? And resonance is like, this is now. I'm in it. I feel it. Um, and I'm sure everyone has experienced that point, like when you're in it. I mean, you're in resonance at a baseball game, right, or a basketball game. When you're excited, you're like raring to go. You're in dissonance when you're telling someone about what you did over the weekend generally, right, or what you did last week. It's like, oh, yeah, I did this thing, and then I did this, and I went to sleep, and then I woke up the next day, and I did this. That's dissonance. Um, and so talking about playing it safe, I think, you know, for us – stuff got real, right? We started having, um, you know, conversations around um, areas that, you know, we we were playing it safe, right? Um, so some of the things that came up were, I can't remember, it was like, it was back to our photography, right? It was back to sewing. Yeah. And I think this is where stuff got real mm-hmm. or, you know, we were talking about power and we were talking about it as a topic, but then we brought it back to the moment and for us. And so in terms of um, playing it safe now, it was very hard to articulate that because we had to be very open and honest about where are we playing it safe. I think in terms of relationships, in terms of um, desires for our future selves and who we want to be in this world um, are two things that come to my mind. Yeah, yeah. And I think like, yeah, when you say you say stuff got real, I think what made it get real is that we recognized um, all these areas that we were playing it safe. And remember, this is part of us trying to figure out what to talk about on this podcast in front of however many listeners we have about all the things that go on for us in our own vulnerable personal lives. Um, And so, you know, playing it safe is, yeah, it's relationship. It's friend relationships. It's family relationships. It's romantic relationships. It's playing it safe in our our careers, in our next steps, in dreaming bigger than we dream today and putting ourselves outside the box. And so as we started going to do, going through this, we started saying, okay, we were, we were kind of thinking through like, where are we playing it safe? And we then started to put ourselves actually back into the box, right? We started to say, okay, wait a minute. We can't talk about that thing because then these people might hear it or so-and-so might hear it. Or can we say that thing? Like, are we allowed to talk about that thing? Um, and I'm gonna, we're going to talk more about what some of those things are. So for me, um, spirituality for me has been a really tough one where I – I don't play it safe personally, but I definitely play it safe um, in the work environment. And uh, and to be quite honest, it's been hard for me to figure out how to not play it safe on this podcast and talk about not just spirituality, but like what I do every day, like the fact that I pray mm-hmm. and that that's really important to me. And it's not for me about religion, but it's about connecting to something bigger. And so I'm curious, Jackie, like what were some of the things for you where you were playing it safe? Yeah, for me, um, it was romantic relationships. You know, I went through a divorce two years ago and I've grown tremendously from that. And being able to talk about that in the podcast was a question mark for me. Mm-hmm. And being in this room a while back when we were brainstorming and we were in that moment of where we're playing it safe, I was like, how can I talk about this in a way that, um, you know, I feel most comfortable Um and show that I, um, you know, have learned so much from the experience and have grown tremendously and that I still have, you know, issues or concerns around dating today because of my past or how, you know, how I perceive it or what I want for myself in the future. And so recognizing that it isn't perfect in my life and being able to talk about that is scary. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
you know, when we were talking about playing it safe and like who's going to hear this and how are we going to be perceived, it really got me thinking about um, the fears that come up. And, and we, we heard this in, in terms of the poll that we did around creativity. And I know it's a little bit different, you know, stepping into your power, but we realized that we really weren't aren't looking to protect other people. We're looking to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's the fear and that's the, the shield that we put around ourselves in terms of what are other people going to say or what are other people going to think about this. Um, and and that is is really coming down to ourselves, not about the other people. Totally. Yeah, I mean, um, I think this was around the point when I went out. We were on the at the whiteboard and I went up and I was like, what am I not saying? And this is actually interesting for me just because, um, you know, when you think about conversations and relationships and where conflict arises and things like that, a lot of times it's because of things that we aren't saying, right? Um, We aren't sharing. We aren't expressing. Um, So, you know, this was a really interesting moment because I was like, you know what, I've got to write down now what what I'm choosing not to say. And so for me, it was like, it was the same thing. My first one was about romantic relationships. I didn't really want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like that I want to find someone to be with forever. Whoa, that's weird. And it's not work related. But guess what? It's a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and spirituality was another. Another is that at some point, I would love to start my own business. That's mm-hmm. important for me. Um, and so we started talking about these things. And we're looking at this list going, holy crap. Like, these are all the things you're not supposed to say. And that was a moment where we realized, like, we're back in the box. We're back in the box. Yeah. Yeah. And how do we get out of that box and step into the power that we want to live in, right? And how do we be authentic to ourselves? And I think, you know, this podcast is really around – holding the space for others to kind of see what we're doing here and um, really help people connect with their inner selves to be more present in their life, to be more mindful about who they are, what they want, what they desire in this world. And so while, you know, something like a romantic relationship is not necessarily work-related to your point, um, being able to talk about that and opening up um, in the workplace Specific, you know, specifically, um, you know, at certain times can allow people to connect the dots for themselves and really step into that authentic power. A thousand percent. Um, and I think, you know, one of the things that, that you mentioned earlier are um, the ways we protect ourselves and, and really like the why of us protecting ourselves and the fact that typically it's fear, right? Um, I am a huge Tony Robbins fan. And one of the things he says is that everything boils down to fear. And it's a fear that we're not enough and that if we're not enough, we won't be loved. And that's not Mm. romantic love. It's all love and accepted, right? So we can use love and accepted interchangeably if that feels more comfortable. Um, And if you think about the fact that fear comes from that place, it's really about how much of ourselves we show because we're afraid that if we show too much, we will then be turned away, right? And so, you know, life and the way that we live together is about acceptance and connection mm-hmm. and finding people that you that you love and that you care about and that bring you in and say, yes, you're okay, you're enough. Um, and fear is something that I think uh, stops us from a lot of different things. Um, I can think of plenty of examples in my life where I have been afraid, and this goes back to, you know, what was something I was drawn to that I didn't follow, I didn't follow photography because I was afraid. I was afraid I didn't have a good enough eye. I was afraid that I would be rejected. I was afraid that there was too much competition out there. I mean, I made up every excuse under the sun. And that was all just fear that protected me from ever having to find out what it meant to step outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. And how does that make you feel? And you don't need to answer that question. But I think what happened for us was when we recognized that we weren't stepping into our power, we were like, how does this feel? And it does not feel good. 
right? Yeah. Recognizing, like, having the self-awareness to be like, we are playing it safe right now. Um, what was that experience like? And we actually asked ourselves and made a list. And we used terms like closed, you know, we felt closed, we felt misaligned, we felt defeated. Yeah. Um, it wasn't positive, good, energetic adjectives. Um, and this kind of brings us um, towards, like, lessons learned. Like, what did we learn? Because I feel like um, there was a lot of learning here. A thousand percent. Um, you know, I think one of the things that came up for uh, for me was the power of social influence um, over our ability to step into our power. And I say that because Jackie and I sat in this room together and went back and forth about this podcast. We There were points where, you know, we were creative, we were energized. I mean, we told you at the beginning, we were jumping up and down, we were excited, we were brainstorming. And Together, we also then created this place of defeat and this place of not being energized. And we did that together. We conspired together Mm. to create this crappy environment for ourselves where we were going, what are we going to talk about? We can't talk about anything. And so it's it's really interesting if you think about the way um, that other people in your life and that you also don't allow people to be empowered, right? So at the beginning, I started sharing how um, one of the questions that came up for me is stepping into your power um, is around like our responsibility to step into our own so we can help others do the same. And I think Jackie, like, had one of us hadn't had both of us not together stepped back into our power, we would have ended that brainstorm session no closer to understanding what we were going to talk about um, because of the fact that we had put ourselves back into this box of powerlessness. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that's something that I really saw was how much easier this is conceptually um, and harder to practice. So um, again, we, you know, in the beginning, we're throwing out these questions like, um, "What are you? What power are you leaving at the doorstep?" And um, you know, what have you um, been drawn to where that you didn't follow? And it seemed great, right? It seemed great to ask our listeners those questions and to ask those of other people um, and to ask them of ourselves because, again, we were talking about the past. But when it came to asking ourselves about current state and future and being vulnerable about that, it was way harder than I would ever have imagined. Yeah. Um, and it and I didn't recognize that, right? It's really comfortable um, to not take ownership about stepping into your power, um, stepping outside of your comfort zone, to take those risks. It's so much easier to play it safe. It's so much easier to be in that security blanket, in that comfort zone, and maybe tap your foot in when it feels right and then rationalize what, why you didn't move forward or why you know you took that step back. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was a moment for us that was so eye-opening because we, in this moment, recognized that we were not stepping into our power and then we decided to overcome that mm-hmm. and talk about it today and That's talk right. about our experience and talk about the things that we didn't want to talk about and to be as vulnerable as possible. And in terms of stepping into our power and impacting others, I hope for, for, for our listeners um, that this has maybe gotten you one step closer to stepping into your authentic self, your authentic power, seeing the vulnerability um, that we have shared today um, to hopefully make a difference in your life. Yeah, I I mean, I I could not have said that better. Um, I agree. It's comfy. It's comfy not having to be in your power. It's comfy. I mean, I think of even the, I think I mentioned one of the, um, the things that we talk about in conscious business, which is when you're late to a meeting, what do you say? 
And I think we've all got our nice little list of like reasons we're late to a meeting, right? I'm late to a meeting because there was traffic, because the elevators are awful in this office, because my other meeting ran over. I mean, we've all got our our little queued up list. Um, What would it be like if you just owned and were accountable to the fact that you relate to a meeting because you chose to be, right? And and that doesn't mean that you disrespect either side more or less, but that's a small example of stepping into your power. And I say this to say there are big and small ways to step into your power. And as we talked about at the beginning of this, it's a practice. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes stepping into your power is also saying, I'm afraid. Like, I'm afraid of these things, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. These are my fears. And as soon as you um, talk about your fears and share them openly, they all of a sudden have a lot less power over you, Mm -hmm. right? So if you hold them back and you don't share them with people, it keeps you from human connection and it keeps you from someone empathizing with you and saying, oh, my God, I'm afraid of that, too. Me, too, like is one of the most amazing Mm -hmm. things that someone can say to you. And that's where you together can also have a really positive social influence on each other. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Well, We're coming to a wrap, um, and as always, we like to end off with a question. Mm. And so to our listeners, how can you step more into your power? I'm sure that's not a surprise. Not a surprise. (laughs) I think we've said the word power a ton of times, um, but hopefully it resonated with you all. Absolutely. And we're looking forward to hopefully having you all join us again on our next episode. Um, To learn more about In the Arena, you can go to go slash mindfulness. Um, And please make sure to tune in to Scott Shoot's Wisdom Sessions as well. They've been incredible so far, and we're looking forward to more. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Thanks.